Well, hey there, campers. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Camp Cryptid. I'm your host, Erica Fett, and today I am so excited because it is almost 2024, and it is my last episode of 2023, and I thought, what better way than to round off 2023 than to do my list of favorite horror and sci-fi movies and series of 2023. Um, You know, it's been an incredible year for horror, and I've had so many good movies that I've watched and so many good series that I've got to like binge over the year that, you know, it's so crazy to see the list of people saying that it was a weak year for horror because I'm like, where have you been? This year was stacked with so many great movies. Um, And so today I just thought I was going to just talk a little bit about my list of my top movies of 2023. Um, Now, last episode uh, was the holiday special of my favorite horror movies for Christmas time and holiday time and cold weather. And, you know, 2023 has been an amazing year when it comes to all different types of horror movies, whether it be found footage, um, you know, monster movies. I'm just, I'm, I'm living for everything this year. Um, so, uh, with the new year, I thought, you know, what better way than to just sit here and, uh, you know, chat about my top list. So I just want to say, you know, I sat with my husband this year and we rewatched all the paranormal activity movies. We rewatched all of the insidious movies because insidious came out, uh, the red door came out this year. And that to me was such a fun movie to watch. I thought it was a great um, way to bring the Insidious movies back because when those first came out, I feel like Insidious was such a strong horror movie uh, when it released. So I was so, so pleased with uh, Insidious Red Door and I love those movies and I, I I always have so much fun with haunting movies. So of course, if it's an, if it's a haunting movie, I'm so down with it. You know, and we also had smaller movies like uh, Influencer. That was a great movie. It came out, I think, on Shudder as a Shudder exclusive. Uh, but, you know, I I love watching Shudder exclusives because they always are so enjoyable. And I feel like Influencer was, honestly, it was so much fun to watch. So that's another one I had to add to my list this year because it's honestly... It was so enjoyable and, you know, doing social media myself, I was like, I totally can relate to the girl that's on the island because I would have thought, you know, myself, if I was stuck on an island, I'd be like, wow, this is a great break. <laughs> so I, I had to say influencers definitely on my list. Now, there was a couple other uh uh, Dracula movies out this year. And The Last Voyage of the Demeter was one that I was waiting and waiting and waiting to watch. And I really enjoyed it. If you're a fan of Dracula and the whole Dracula verse, I think that The Last Voyage of Demeter was such a fun film. Uh, you know, we obviously know if, you, if you've if you read Dracula and you watch Dracula, we know how that voyage ends for them. So that's a little bit of a spoiler. But honestly, I, I am a fan of all vampire movies and, and Dracula movies and so I will always be, you know, someone that watches those. So Last Voyage of Demeter, definitely a badass Dracula film and a lot of fun. I'm really actually happy that they they expanded the Dracula verse by adding that little tidbit from the actual novel and making it into a movie. And, you know, we're blessed for that. <laughs> Um, you know, there's some movies that came out like later in the year too. Uh, I know the movie Cobweb that was, I think it's out on Hulu. Um 
was great. It's got Lizzie Kaplan, and I feel like she she is a horror queen herself. You know, she did a great job in um, Castle Rock for anybody who watched Castle Rock. And I always love seeing her on screen because I just feel like this woman, she is just such a powerhouse uh, with acting. And, you know, seeing her in any type of horror movie, you just know it's going to be so unnerving and so good. So I had to say, you know, if you're also a fan of the boys, uh, Anthony Starr, who plays... Uh, the evil, vile Homelander is actually who's in Cobweb too. So, you know, you you obviously know when those two are in a film, you're like, this is gonna be, this is gonna be all sorts of messed up, and I'm just here for it. So, uh, you know, that was also one on my list. You know, I am a fan of gore to an extent. You know, I'll sit through it because I I love the practical effects of gore, and I love how you know seeing how the teams behind the films can pull off gore. And I think that to me, that's one of the the beauty uh, and like the wonderful things of movie making. And so, you know, watching Saul, I try to like ignore the gore and just be like, oh, they did such a great job with that effect. Um, but Saul 10 came out, right? Or Saul X, I, I don't know. I, I'm so bad with that. But Saul came out and, you know, I thought, you know, what a wonderful addition to the Saul story. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, partway through, you're like obviously rooting for Jigsaw because you're like, well, this guy got screwed over. So of course I'm like here for a redemption story. But, you know, I always have so much fun with the Saw movies. And like I said, just seeing the practical effects and seeing the hard work that the teams put into making those effects come to life, you know, that's just like a whole, that's a whole nother realm of like an entire episode I need to do of just like the best practical effects of movies, um, especially horror movies, you know. Um, we also had other movies that had great practical effects this year. Evil Dead Rise. Uh, if you're a fan of the Evil Dead franchise, Evil Dead Rise was such... I I really enjoyed it. It was so scary. I feel like the cast did an incredible job bringing that to be like this super creepy, just kind of messed up movie. And I really enjoyed Evil Dead and I love those movies. I hope they make a million more because I feel like those movies can be reinterpreted into more stories forever because there's so many things that you could do with that. Um, but I loved Evil Dead. I thought that was so much fun. And that's why, you know, as I'm going through my list, I'm like, how can anyone say that like 2023 did not have like a, a strong year for horror. It is. It, it. There are so many movies that came out on different platforms, whether it be Tubi, Hulu, Shutter, uh, Screenbox. You know, you've got all of these different platforms, and I feel like sometimes people um, think that if it only comes out in movie theaters, that's the only like way to like know to watch a movie. But I'm like, some of the most enjoyable movies I've watched have been on Tubi, which is like a free app. Um, so there's so many good movies out there that I feel like people miss. And, you know, even though I like spend so much time trying to uh, figure out like movies to watch for research for, you know, the episodes or whether it has, has to do with a certain type of like creature, you know, like Wendigos, uh, the Jersey Devil, Mothman, Bigfoot, you know, I'm always looking for new ways to watch movies. And even though I have so much time to, you know, devote to that, it's still like I, I still miss so many movies. And so that's why I'm like 2023 was so stacked with so many good movies. Um, you know, you also had Five Nights at Freddy's. And this was one that my husband and I watched. And we both have never played the games. And so uh, we kind of went in like, okay, like completely clear, like had no idea what to expect. And honestly, I 
thought that was such a fun movie. I, uh, you know, I grew up in the eighties. So of course I was like familiar with Chuck E. Cheese. So for me, that was like kind of nostalgic, but I honestly, honestly would love to know like what people who actually like played the games thought about the movie too, because personally never playing the games, I thought the movie was very enjoyable and I thought it would be like kind of a good segue for like the younger, um, the younger crowd to get into horror. I think it's a good like mixture of like adult, but like, um, like, I wouldn't say children because like obviously a five-year-old would probably be like, what is going on? But like younger adult, I feel like it's a very good like medium for like that. So I, I thought Five Nights at Freddy was so fun. Now, um, you know, we had other uh, movies out like The Nun 2. Uh, I love The Conjuring Universe and The Nun is such like a classic character. I will always watch those movies just because why not? They're always enjoyable. Um but The Nun 2 came out, and I guess while we're on the topic of, like, the religious films, The Pope's Exorcist, I finally watched that the other night because I love Russell Crowe. And I, you know, maybe it's because I grew up Catholic and totally believe in, like, demons and stuff, but exorcism movies and, like, those types of movies always get me. I'm just always like, um, no, 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 I'm not dealing with the devil. I'm not dealing with some demons. Um, but The Pope's Exorcist was also one that came out this year, which I thought was really fun. So if you like those types of, like, exorcist movies and the possession movies. Uh, I do think that they're making another Pope's Exorcist coming out next year, maybe. So uh, that's another one to keep a, a lookout for. But, you know, those two movies, I feel like kind of like um, are so fun when it comes to that stuff. So I always enjoy those movies. Now, when it comes to like my like absolute favorite horror movies of 2023, my top four are VHS 85, uh, Talk to Me, Hell House Origins and When Evil Lurks. And I feel like those four films for me were so great. I, I love the VHS films. I will always watch the VHS films. I absolutely love found footage. And I, I just always love that they bring in a great uh, mixture of storytellers to tell those stories. And I think that's for me why I love those films so, so much. Um, so VHS 85 plus it was my birth year, 1985. So of course I'm like, yes, let's do this. I, I love it. So yes, VHS 85. Hell House Origins. Now, I am a huge fan of the Hell House movies. I, If you have never seen them, they are so fun to watch. And honestly, um, when I was talking about, I think in the last episode, like, you know, when people redo movies, as long as there's like story to be told, in my opinion, like that's when you can like do more sequels. To me, Hell House Origins, they have done such a great job at adding on to the story and still like leaving bits of the story out for you to want more of the story. And I feel like Hell House Origins did just that. It gave me more of the story, but then left me wanting even more of the story. So I'm so happy that they left it open for uh, what looks like to be a prequel and a sequel. I don't know. I'm hoping for them all because I need more Hell House. And it's so funny because if you watch that movie, you know, every time in those movies when you hear the little piano jingle, you just know it's going to be like... It messed up. Like the moment you hear that piano jingle, you're like, oh, this is where things are about to get super creepy. There's about to be some clowns. It's about to be just very chaotic. And, you know, I will have to say my husband and I were like dying laughing because like in Hell House Origins, when they're doing the piano jingle, she finds she finds the actual music for the jingle and starts playing the song with the lyrics. And it's just like the most depressing song you've ever heard in your life. And so like, to me, I, I love that they added that because that's one of 
my favorite things about that movie is that jingle and then the fact they added like the super depressing song to go with it. So, you know, thank you. Um, you know, I, the Hell House, I just love those movies and I love that, you know, they're kind of like an underdog, you know, they're not done by a huge production company, but they're so good. And each one of the movies has its own like little, um, you know, little thing that I love about it. So I love Hell House. I will always be a fan of Hell House and I need more of it, especially in 2024. We need more. Um, now talk to me and when the evil lurks are probably my top two of 2023. Um, talk to me was, a uh, very, I thought it was like a fresh take on like uh, like different concepts in horror. And I really enjoyed the cast. I really thought that it was like a sad, depressing, horrific story. And honestly, it was a fun watch. And I really enjoyed Talk To Me. And I really want the hand now that A24 sells. <laughs> and I think it's like also a bong, but whatever. Um, but I really, really want the hand replica. I just think that movie was so fun. It had so many um, creepy moments and I just really enjoyed it. You know, I, I feel like whenever I go through a movie, you will very rarely hear me say like, oh, I hate that movie. That movie is trash. Just because when I'm watching something, I always realize like there's got to be one thing that keeps us continuing to watch it, right? Like if you can make it to the end, then that means like there had to be something that kept you entertained to some extent, right? So that's why like you'll very rarely hear me say something about like, oh, I hate that film because at the end of the day, like it's someone's story and who am I to like rain on their parade. Right. Um, and they're out there making movies. So like good for them, right? <laughs> movies are hard to make. And you know, I, that's why I appreciate it so much from so many different angles. Um, like, you know, props and then the costuming, you know, directing, writing, you know, there's so many things that go into it. So good for everybody who got out there and was a part of a project. Good for you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Um, now my absolute favorite horror of 2023 has got to be when evil lurks and this movie, um, was such a ride. I, you know, if you've watched it, you know, <laughs> and if you haven't watched it, you're in for a ride. Now I would say the most unsettling part of this entire movie uh, was the scene where the woman is walking along the road with the little boy in her hand and then the brother's driving up. That part literally stuck with me for like three days. I could not get it out of my head. It was so unsettling. It was so just so messed up. Uh, I just thought the entire movie was just art. I loved it. I thought it was so good. Um, and honestly, it was like probably to me, one of the best horror movies that I watched all year. Um, and there were some great horror movies um, and I love them all in their own way. But When Evil Lurks takes the cake for me just because I, from the moment you start it till the end, you're just like, wow, like what did I just watch? Um, but so that one is my number one horror of 2023. Now, I've just talked about movies and this is why I go back to say like, how can anybody say this year was like weak? Because we not only had all of those amazing movies and I'm sure there's a million that I left out that I didn't get to see, uh, but you also had uh, TV shows like Slasher Ripper, uh, Yellow Jackets, Fall of the House of Usher, Creep Show. There are so many great horror uh, TV series that are out this year that you could just binge. Um, oh, um, from from that's on MGM. Uh, you know there are so many great horror movies and series out this year that I'm just like. I was. I feel very lucky in 2023 to have so many good movies out. Um, 
But yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the slasher. My friend Bobby got me and my husband into watching slasher and he kind of prefaced it by saying like, listen, every episode you're going to have someone who is killed in like the most horrific, gruesome way. And he was not lying. Um, slasher is kind of like a, a, like a mystery. Like there's obviously a killer going around and the killer always has like this crazy get up. Um, and costume and you have to kind of figure out by the end who's going around killing everybody in these like gruesome horrific ways Um, but I love slasher I have so much fun every season I always say like oh that was my favorite season and then the next one comes out I'm like no that was my favorite season Um, so that's how I feel like slasher ripper was definitely my favorite season of slasher but listen if they do more I'm going to tell you right now the next season will probably be my favorite then and it'll keep going in this like whole little um, this little round of me having a favorite season of slasher every time. So, uh, yellow jackets was great. You know, that's the thing. There were so many great TV series and, and movies out this year that I'm like, I had so much like good TV time. And I love that. Now, you know, I feel like horror and sci-fi kind of go hand in hand. And there are some movies that, you know, kind of fall under the, uh, horror and sci-fi genres. Uh, and, I feel like Infinity Pool was one of those that I really enjoyed that kind of fell under sci-fi and horror. Um, and then you had uh, No One Will Save You. That was really enjoyable. Uh, I really actually enjoyed the movie Leave the World Behind um, that had Julia Roberts and Mahershala Ali. And I love him. I'm so excited he's going to be Blade. And I'm like literally patiently waiting for Blade to be out because anybody who knows me knows I'm like obsessed with Blade. It's like my favorite superhero. I love the movies. I'm obsessed. Um, so I'm so excited for that, that for him to be playing Blade. Um, but I really enjoyed that movie. Um, and that one was a really good one about the end of the world. Um, and then, um, you know, I would have to say that Godzilla minus one is probably one that I've seen so many people talking about and I have not seen it yet. And I'm like so excited to see it because I'm a huge Godzilla fan. And um, I have though gotten to see Monarch Legacy of Monsters that's on Apple. So I've kind of like been able to binge that and then like kind of work my way up to going and seeing Godzilla minus one. So that's my 2024 is to go see Godzilla because I need to go see it and um Oh God, we need more Godzilla. Like every year, I need a Godzilla film. But um, and he's so cute. I just I don't know. I'm so sorry. I just think he's so cute, and he's like one of my favorite monsters. And I just I love I love Godzilla, and always will be a Godzilla stand. So, um, but yeah. So you know, we've had so many good sci-fi and horror movies this year. That's why I was like, man, I you know I keep seeing everybody's list of top ten, like top ten, top twenty films, and I'm like, there are so many that I have that. You know, it's it was hard for me to kind of like narrow it down um, because there were so many good movies this year. Um, I will have to give a shout out to Slother House and Winnie the Pooh, uh, Blood and Honey, because those movies, you know, I have to say I'm so happy that they committed to Slother House because that movie was so ridiculous. Um, and so like definitely an honorable mention for those because yes. Now, in 2024, there are so many movies that we get to look out for. You've got Maxine. So if you liked Pearl and X, Maxine's coming out next year, which I'm super excited about. Um, and then you've got the Winnie the Pooh number two coming out, which will be, I'm sure, just as disturbing because they're adding more characters too. So I'm so excited. Uh, you've also got Nosferatu. So I talked about earlier, you know, Dracula goodness. We've got Nosferatu coming out. And it's, uh, I have a feeling it's going to be awesome because Bill Skarsgård's in it. And he always plays like such a good like villain. So I'm super excited for that. 
you know, speaking of clowns, <laughs> you've got Terrifier 3 coming out. And, uh, you know, you can't have like a good year in horror without one clown movie, right? I mean, I feel like Terrifier 3 covers that for like a decade. Um, you know, you've got gore and then you've got Art the Clown. And what, you know, if you've seen Terrifier, you just know you're going to be in for a ride that entire movie. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do with Terrifier 3 um, next year. So can't wait for that. Now, probably the thing I'm most excited for in 2024 movie-wise is a Gettysburg haunting. And for those of you who've heard me talk about uh, my dear friend Gabe Braxton, who is the writer-director on that, he is a horror mastermind, and he is who came up with a Gettysburg haunting. And we are so excited that that's going to be out in 2024. So we'll have to keep an eye out on that. That's why I said 2024 is going to be pretty rocking for a uh, a year in horror too. So you know, let's get some awesome back-to-back years for horror. Um, so yeah, so keep an eye out for that. I'll be dropping more hints about a Gettysburg haunting coming soon um, and uh, got some good behind the scenes uh, goodies to be posting too. So, but yeah, like I said earlier though, like just because this is my list, I have not seen every single movie that has released in 2023. And so I'm sure that there are some that I'm missing that were absolute bangers. And for that, I'm sorry. <laughs> But if there is one that you think that I absolutely need to see that's like your favorite, make sure to like leave a comment on like either my post or the YouTube video. Let me know because like I said, I need all of the recommendations when it comes to movies. Uh, that way I'm a little bit more more well-rounded when it comes to, uh, you know, my movie knowledge and my, you know, the lowdown on movies. But Honestly, I think the 2023 was an amazing year for horror. I think that there were some amazing movies that came out. Um, and I, I just, I think that, you know, what a year to create. And I can't wait to see that momentum going in 2024 with some of these amazing movies coming out next year too. But, you know, I that's my list. And like I said, if you think that there's one that I missed, make sure to add it to um, the comments. That way I can see it and I can go watch it and uh, it'll be a good time. But wow, what a year though. So I can't wait until 2024 and I can't wait to go to all these fun little conventions and have more guests on and hopefully visit more cool places and do some more behind the scenes of like spooky locations um, that, you know, is kind of my goal for 2024. So like, I'm going to go in and like put it out there and manifest it. Like, let's do more creepy locations. So that is the goal going forward, doing cool stuff bringing you more cryptid talk, bringing you more creepy movie talk. And, you know, let's just do it. Let's just have fun. And, uh, you know, hey, wherever you are in the world, I hope that you ring in 2024 in a safe and wonderful way. I hope that 2023 was amazing. And I'm sending you all the love going into 2024. Um, we need, like, like I said, I'm sending you all the cryptid love. <laughs> But yeah, so other than that, I hope you all had such a great time um, this year, and I hope you had a great time listening to some of my episodes. And if there's more episodes like previous ones that I've done that you would love to see more of, let me know in the comments. Uh, with that being said, if you also do have a creepy story that you'd like to add or send to me for one of my Campfire Tales episodes, uh, make sure to go to campcryptedhorrorpodcast.com. There's a little contact section where you can list your story and then I'll get to read it for one of the future Campfire Tales episodes. And those are my absolute favorite because I get to read all these creepy things that are happening all over the world and I love it. But yeah, also I do have some cool news too. I will be launching a Patreon this year. So if you are looking to get uh, any behind the scenes stuff or you know you just want to be a cool camper, you can 
check out Patreon. It should be patreon.com slash campcryptedpodcast. Uh, I'll have that also up on my website too, so you can check that out though. Um, but in the meantime, you know, you just take care and you go watch all the horror and sci-fi movies and uh, send me all the recommendations. If you go to anywhere creepy, let me know. Keep me posted so I can go to that creepy place too. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful 2024. I'm truly sending all the love. And thank you so much for hanging out with me this year in Camp Cryptid. Uh, Camp Cryptid wouldn't be what it is without you listeners. So um, just sending all the love to you all this year and going into next year. Holy cow, it's already 2024. Oh, someone's fast forwarding time and I don't like it. But yeah, well, that's it for all the 2023 campers. And I hope you have a wonderful 2024. And until next year... Take care.